God is preparing the church for the return of the Lord Jesus. I'm so excited to invite you personally to come to the Conquest Conference this year, July the 6th through the 9th. He gave me this theme, Vessels of Glory. The conquest is what God gave to me as an avenue to share what he has taught me that has caused all these revolutionary blessings and deliverances and miracles to come forth that you will learn from me directly and flow in the same grace. Vessels of glory. He's promising that a glory will show up in the earth. And now he's given me a mandate to share the secrets to prepare so you will be one of those vessels God will use in this end time. I am inviting you pastors and spiritual leaders from me to you. Come and let's fellowship. Let us strategize for what God will do with all of us, we call it the end time global harvest. We've never experienced anything like this. People will get in the water and the glory of God will baptize them. Sometimes I don't even lift my hands and the glory puts the people in the water and we carry them out. happening right here at Resurrection of All Nations, July the 6th through the 9th. This is your personal invitation. Your life will not remain the same. Your ministry will not remain the same. God is taking his church higher as he prepares us to be his vessels of glory. See you there. Just hope the spirit.
I know we are celebrating that we are born again. We, we thank God for that. Amen. But after he has come, he said the very first thing he's made unto you is wisdom. Amen. So you should stop running from pillar to post looking for answers. You already have. You have to wait on him to turn on what is already on deposit. the prerogative of God to hide the matter. But it's the honor of kings to search it out. If you are a king, then prove it on your knees. Search out the wisdom of God. Search out the mysteries of God. You see? I will come back to that text even in my first message next Sunday. But look at it. He said he was made unto us wisdom, sanctification, or righteousness. What is it? Uh-huh. You see? He said, he was made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and in that order. Wisdom first. Then righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That according as it is written, he that glorieth. Uh-huh. That's the way he set up. So that when they get, get through working with you and now you're prosperous, you're anointed, you are blessed, Amen. then you return all the glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> now, the wisdom of God is precise. Never vagaries. Watch out for making dreams, doctrine. The Bible tells you that dreams come from lots of activity. A lot of things people dream is from steak and baked potatoes. You've been so busy running up and down, and then you ate a good dinner. And then you go and be dreaming all this stuff. Dreams should be judged by the word of God. And when you don't know the answer... Don't make it up. Come on now, preach. Watch. God says by his word, by two or three witnesses. He said, let every word be established. If I dream it, then I need the Holy Ghost confirmation. If I don't get it directly, then let God give somebody else who don't know anything to come and confirm. But you never go off on a limb because you dream something. Because you watch movies, you've, you've eaten steak. and I don't know what the connection is, because whenever you eat a heavy meal, that's when you dream the most. Maybe all the blood is pumped to your stomach, <laughs> trying to digest this food. <laughs> and then your brain is running light. And you start dreaming all these things. Because I've, through the years, I've seen people have dreams. And they just believe it as gospel. And no matter what you say, they will not listen to it until they make a shipwreck of themselves. You have to use the weapons, the tools that God has given to us to make sure that your leading is accurate. So you don't go off on a tangent. 
Because something makes sense does not mean that it's from God. Watch, because let me use Brother Acho here. They, they were brought down from New York where he was living and prosperous, doing well. And this guy, or I will use the word, seduced him to come down here doing a ministry. Okay. They did a business in Peachtree City. I think, is it a solar panel golf cart? <laughs> That's an idea that was ahead of his time. And then it didn't work. At that time, people were not willing to pay for it. But now, you notice, but the solar thing is now catching on. Even the U.S. government, if you want to solarize your house, they will even pay for them panels. But don't think Uncle Sam is stupid, because the panels are the cheapest. The money is in the inverter and the batteries. So they give you the panels free. Panels like $50 or something for each of them. <laughs> but the money, the, the expense is in the battery and all that. But, but at some point, that vision will still come to pass. Because as we move into the solar culture, nobody will think about even driving anything when all the cars are EVs. Nobody will be driving a car by gas. It will be by solar power. But the wisdom of God will give it to you, but he will always give you the time and the season. Amen. I knew I was called to the ministry, but I had to wait until now. Woo. Get up and start. Amen. I'm teaching you, you know, as a summary, the, the ways of wisdom. Amen. I was talking to a guy once. He was praying. And the Lord said, fast seven days, water only. Well, if the ministry needs money, usually God will say, so is he. Mm -hmm. But this one, God said, fast seven days, water only. So he started. He did three days. He got tired and stopped. He prayed, Lord, I'm sorry, you know, but can this three days be sufficient? <laughs> Make it work. And guess what? Nothing happened. So after a while, he got desperate. He started again. He did five days. And he just couldn't. So then he went on eight. He said, well, then this is, you know, closer to seven days. Hmm? So he believed that God would work with him. And guess what? Nothing happened. So finally, what was the problem started becoming a crisis? And it looked like the whole ministry was going to tank. So this time, he went through the seven days like it was two days. And as soon as he broke the fast at midnight, the next day, boom, God moved. You have to follow the wisdom precisely. It's not enough to wait on him to get it. But it's even more important to be obedient to it. Amen. Listen to Paul. Paul said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Amen. Even though suffering and all this chaos was involved. But he persevered. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Wisdom is the principal thing. It's the tree of life to those that find it. Hallelujah. So this afternoon as we leave, remember that the Lord Jesus is already in you. Remember he is the wisdom of God. Remember to stop searching for answers in your head. Your head is not qualified. The answers are where? In your spirit. And it will come to you by revelation. And if you don't spend time before God waiting on him and your quest for wisdom, at least you'll match your quest for money. When you meet that litmus test, he will show up. It is written. Amen. Hallelujah. It is written. I'm answering questions you didn't ask me directly. But I'm showing you how to get the wisdom that you need. That's how you know the answers. It will come to you. You can sit around a year, two years, and you don't know what to do because you haven't spent time cultivating it. Tell me what to do. You pray in the Holy Spirit, you listen. Pray in the Holy Spirit, you listen. You read the word of God, you You just hang around in his presence. I will show you these things. Even God talking to Israel about these things. Then, when he comes, oh, he's a tree of life. (laughs) He's a tree of life. One thing I've been training people to do, and I'm telling you today, I'm always listening. He says he will never leave you. So then you need to be paying attention to him. Come on, you ladies. If you're with a man and he's not paying any attention, don't you start acting crazy? You start powering. You start, all of a sudden, you start breathing heavy. But he's with you all the time, but you're not paying him any attention. I'm always listening for him. I'm always trying to hear what he's saying. I always know when to make what changes. You know, sometimes you have grace, but it's okay now. You run out of grace now. Do this. Fix it. You constantly have to hear him. Amen. Hallelujah. He will deliver length of days, riches and honor. Watch. If you ask me right now, how will I start the stadium crusade? How would you get people to come? I have absolutely no idea. But guess what? I have no concerns. Because I'm going to keep waiting on him. And the day he's ready, he's okay, now start. Watch. Without a microphone. Without a flyer. Without any press conference. John the Baptist was in the wilderness. And he started in the desert. And he started preaching. And people left the city to go meet him. (laughs) All the mysteries out there. I don't need anybody. I don't need any press. As soon as he said, the angel of the Lord will go. All of a sudden, the sound will go forth. And people will start rushing to it. I wish I can show you a picture. 
a church in Kenya. They've been having all manner of challenges. And finally, I cut the money off. I said, no, you need to prove that this ministry is authentic from God. I said, are you telling me that the people don't tithe in Kenya? Are you telling me that the same God does not bless his children? I said, no, I'm not going to do this. I cut off the money. You should see what has happened. I, will, I wish I could get the breakthrough they just got. Honey, let me show it to you. It's the wisdom of God. I wasn't being prideful or callous or whatever. I've been blessing them and blessing them, but I knew when to stop. To force them to use their faith. And when I saw that picture two days ago, I said, okay, Lord, I need some of this. <laughs> Look at what God has done. Resurrection House for All Nations built this building. This church was running 30, 40 people. Look at what God has done. The first $100,000 that sent there, even some of the leaders left. Do you know what this demon-possessed people said? This ministry we've been building for years. He has sold it to Nigerians. <laughs> what, you know, you, you, you think that the person sitting next to you, look straight ahead, don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> you think that some of these people sitting next to you, that these are believers. Some of these people are demonic agents. How would your pastor get such a breakthrough and then you get mad and leave him? Even after the building was finished. No, it's not fully, fully finished. We still have things to do. But watch. When they moved over here, some of the people left. He ain't going to make it. Ah! Look! From that medical mission came this breakthrough. And the church went out into the community and started laboring. And they just did a massive cleanup of the area. And this was the response. And people came from everywhere. God will get it done overnight. Yes, they're surrounded by Muslims. It was an imam. An Islamic imam that sold us the land. Who knows what he has gone through for selling us that land? And what did God do to testify to the Muslims? Every well dug in the area produced salt water. And we dig one inside the church compound and it produced fresh water. And the people started coming into the church to get clean water. Amen. He's testifying. Amen. 
that Jesus Christ is Lord. This is what I'm teaching pastors. When you need a breakthrough, sow away from yourself. My seeds are speaking for me. The stadium crusades will come. Eagle 2 will come. All these promises will be fulfilled in their time and in their season. It's like I want to go to Kenya now. They're planning for me for August, but I want to go now. To carry resurrection, glory, and grace. Look at this. Look at this. We were in an Islamic school in one classroom from there to this. Because somebody sold. You sold. Through me, you sold. Is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. The bishop himself will tell you that when I met him, he was at the end of his rope. He was fighting suicidal thoughts. And I said to him, your life just began. I said, everything will change now that I'm here. Look at what God has done. They did not have a church building. They were worshiping in an Islamic school. You know that they could have been all murdered one day. You never know when this radical demon-possessed people with their religion. Look at what God has done. Look at what God has done. Come on, look at what God has done. Look at what God has done. Hallelujah. Blessed be God forever. Amen. Come on, lift your hands with me. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your determination in the congregation that they will pursue you. They'll wait on you like I do until you come. You will shower upon them. You will grace them. You will tell them what to do. And we shall celebrate their own breakthroughs, their own testimonies, their own miracles. Thank you for your faithfulness. Bless us now, O oh Lord. Bless us as we go home. Let this word stay with us. May we know that wisdom is a tree of life. May we bring life to our generation. Hallelujah. May we outlive all our friends and relatives. All our parents. Hallelujah. The generational curses end here. Thank you for supernatural prosperity. Increase by your wisdom. Hallelujah. We give you praise, the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Beloved, testimonies abound in our lives have we've sown in other ministries away from us and how they contacted the grace of Resurrection House for all nations. Did you see the amazing picture of the sanctuary we built and how God has responded 
and that place packed out. They were having a special meeting, and the ground floor packed out, and it filled up the people. Yes, from scratch. God funded it from here. I celebrate that. Lead, I'm telling you. Except you're so away from yourself, you will not see the breakthrough you're looking for. I've given this testimony how a friend of mine, they were trying to get their church building, and they raised the money. Raised the money, it wasn't coming, and they had a deadline, and it was coming. And God spoke to him and said, now, take the money you raised, sow it into this other ministry that's also in a building program. He did that, and all hell broke loose. The leaders were complaining, and they were not disciplined, porous mouths. It got leaked into the congregation, and it was an opera. He lived through it. We talked about it, prayed about it, and moved on. Just trusted God with the people. And I remember that December 31st, out of nowhere, a guy he just met casually in New York, and they exchanged information. Why God? Sent him hundred thousand U.S. dollars, <laughs> and it arrived by express mail, December thirty-first. That was the money he needed to close on the church building, and all the naysayers' mouth shut up. Are you still part of the naysayers? I keep warning you: get out of poverty. You can never attract what you don't respect, and when you speak against the works of God in someone else's life. You will never experience it. <clears throat> you think ministry is so impossible. No, it's not. It's only when you go out on your own. When God sends you, he funds you. He gives you the grace. He ministers to you. He helps you until you win. Come on, write today, P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Let us know what the voice of resurrection has produced in your life. What miracles you receive. What revelation, what blessing. We know because that's what God sent it for. If you need prayer, prayer of agreement, particularly call 770-994-3777. We're a great land to sow into. We're growing by the grace of God. We're doing greater things. Hallelujah. It's been tough running a hospital overseas. It's not an easy thing. Security challenges, all kinds of issues. But God is faithful. We believe in him every day. We turn around in that place. In Jesus' mighty name. Again, so away from yourself. Ask God where you need to sow. Are you going through a building program? You need a building? Then sow into someone. Let God smile on you in Jesus' name. It's been a great week. I believe we've sent the word of the Lord to you to bless and enrich your life. Come worship with us Sunday morning. If you are led to, God will bless you. But give it at least three hours. We don't have those quick services, no. We give God time to bless us and to move with us. Thank God for Jesus, the tree of life, the wisdom of God. Amen. Receive him today. Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. We've had a great week. We'll see you next week or Sunday morning right here at Resurrection House for All Nations. We look forward to receiving your seed and whatever God has spoken to you, spoken to you today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
the same.